1: Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. And now your host, Philip Naiman.
2: Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun.
3: Well, folks, welcome to another edition of The Firing Line Radio Show. This is Philip Neyman. Hope you're having a great weekend out here in Southern California and, and places beyond, wherever you're happy to, listen to the show at. This is week. I have a very special guest. I have Austin. Austin from HuntinFool.com. Huntfool.com is a proper way to pronounce that if you're from Tennessee. Say HuntinFool.com. That's the best way to go about that. Um, com is a service that you need, especially at this time of year, if you have any interest in hunting big game, especially in the Western United States. Austin, how are you doing today? Doing great. Thank you. Now you're coming in from uh from Utah right now. You guys just had a giant storm out there in Cedar City. How's everything looking?
4: It's looking good. We we got a little nervous with the uh drought we've been having the last couple of months were kind of dry, but this last storm really hammered us good and we need it here in southern Utah really bad. Yeah, so, so Cedar City
3: folks, if you've not been out there, it's really a beautiful area. You know, we've got the red hills, you can climb up the hills. Uh, drive up the hill, don't climb it, drive up the hill to Panguitch, get some monster trout out of that
4: lake. Uh, it's just a, it's a beautiful sportsman's paradise that you've landed in there in Cedar City. Yeah, we we love it here. I moved my family here about seven years ago, and we've loved it ever since. Very good. I think after a couple dozen years, you can consider yourself a
3: native right now. They still look at you suspect, right? A hundred percent. I know Prescott's the same way over here. So huntandfool.com. Hunt and Fool is a really good service when it comes to giving information for people, not just about hunting, but how to get drawn. Because in the Western United States, there are very few states you could actually get an over-the-counter deer tag. So if you're not planning ahead, folks, about when you want to hunt, what you want to hunt, where you want to hunt, you're going to find yourself come October, November, um, you might as well start taking up golf.
4: Because You're right. You're out of luck. So, Austin, run them through that kind of a process. Yeah, it's it's an interesting problem we have here, mainly in the Western United States, is we have a very limited supply of animals and we've got a lot of hunters. And so our service basically tries to get our readers, our subscribers on more hunts with better information. So as you navigate the draw process, as you plan a multi-year strategy, that's where we come in and help you sort through all the regulations and the junk you get from these state agencies. We're going to give you the cliff notes version. We're going to make it easy. And we're going to get you on all of these hunts, you, your family, your friends, you've dreamed about coming out west. We want to be the center hub to help you plan these trips give you the best opportunity.
3: Now, you said the draw process. So let's just say that I've decided that, geez, you know, I want to, I I bought myself my first rifle. I want to go hunting this year. What
4: do you mean draw process from the beginning? What is that? Yeah. Most of these states out here in the West have a lottery draw system because everybody wants to go. Not everybody gets to kill one. The states will set up a lottery. Not even
3: everybody gets to go.
4: That's right. So you have to plan ahead in most of these states and apply yourself or pay a non-refundable fee to put yourself in this hat, if you will. And if your name gets drawn, you can have the tag and you can go hunting. Totally different than maybe a whitetail hunt on the East Coast where you can shoot multiple deer a year, pick up the tag at the sporting goods store and go. Totally different out West.
3: Exactly. We have a very strict management on the animals out here. Now, let's just talk about the different big-game animals that are available on the West Coast. Say, say you know, west of the Mississippi, exclude whitetails, we're, we're Western hunters. Yeah. You can throw coos in, but other than that, yeah. So tell, tell them about the different animals that are available for a big-game Western hunter.
4: You know, uh, most everybody, when they dream of coming west, they'll think about elk hunting first. Elk is a big species, and elk exists in most of these western states. Now, every state has a different process of how you go about getting that permit, whether you have to apply for multiple years and earn what we call points, which gives you more loyalty as you go, or you could get a tag your first year that you apply and have authorization to go hunt elk. But we've got elk, we've got mule deer, we've got bears, you know, black bears. Um, And then the big species, we've got bighorn sheep, we've got Shira's moose, mountain goat, all the other stuff that is even more difficult to obtain a tag in the lottery draw. But all of those, every state's got them in some different way. You got to get the tag if you want to go hunt them.
3: So in California, they instituted a draw system about 19 years ago. And I know that because I have 19 points. Yeah. I have not gotten my first choice for almost 20 years in California. That's how much they love me up at Um I think they purposely pulled my name out of the hat. So anyway, so for bighorn sheep, you know, there's limited numbers. They may only have probably about 20 tags available in the entire state. And you might have 10,000 people applying those 20 tags, something in that range. Uh, I, I like to make up numbers as I go. It sounds more dramatic that way. Yeah. <laughs> you may actually have the right information. Um, I, I'm hyperbole all the way. So, you know, you, you have these points that gives you, is supposed to give you a better odds of getting drawn eventually. So, some states have points um, that you have to buy every year or you lose them. Some states, you have to buy a hunting license just to be in the tag, in the drawing, and then see if you win or don't win. So some of those states, I think uh, Arizona is like that, Nevada, any of the uh, California, any of the
4: others? Yeah, I mean, it's the same way in uh, Colorado, in Utah, in Wyoming, yep. Montana. Colorado, they just changed that. You have to buy a small game license for 85 foxes to be in the drawing. You do. They're trying to figure out how to suck as much money out of non-resident applications as they can. So it it does turn into a budget game and you need to set a budget. Say, this is what I'm willing to donate to conservation, if you will, and try to have a chance at drawing a permit in multiple states.
3: So you you mentioned elk hunting. Most people think of Western hunting as elk hunting. And there are some states you can buy an over-the-counter elk tag
4: Think, uh, Idaho, Colorado, any others? Yep. So Utah still has uh, a lot of those opportunities. Most of the good opportunities with the over the counter tags, you have to only shoot a spike bull. So you couldn't shoot a big branch antlered bull, but you could hunt spikes every year in Utah on an over the counter tag. And cow tags. Correct. Yep. We have antlerless tags as well. Uh, Oregon and Washington also have over-the-counter elk permits uh, for archery or rifle. That's another option for guys. And then we have states like Wyoming and Montana that you do need to apply and build points, but it could take you only two or three years to get an elk tag in those states.
3: Okay. And, and Wyoming has a special thing where they talk about um, if you only want to pay your standard fee, then you have a lower chance of getting drawn. But if you let us put both hands in your pockets and raise you for a substantially higher fee, then you might actually get to hunt this year, right? It's green mail all the way around.
4: Yeah, you bring up a good point. It is not getting any cheaper. And where the demand is high, especially the last two years since COVID, it really pushed a lot of people to want to go outside. The demand for hunting and fishing licenses is through the roof. And consequently, it's driven the states to raise their prices to generate more revenue because the demand is there. They can charge whatever they want. And so it's not getting any cheaper.
3: So I just, uh, you're new to the show, so I'm going to give you a little breakdown. You know, let's just say a guy's driving around Saturday afternoon, he's got his wife in the car, right? She's actually letting him listen to the show, right? The last thing we want to do is, say how much something costs. So everything costs about a hundred bucks. Yeah. It's about a hundred bucks. Your mileage may vary, but you know, we don't know what each her. We're not going to get into trouble. Everything's about a hundred bucks. So we just work work with that framework.
4: That's right. <laughs>
3: it's an investment, right? Your contribution to conservation. That's right. It uh, is one way. So yeah, you know, your, ma- your mileage may vary, but count on around a hundred bucks or something. Something like that. Um, There are some tags you can buy over the counter, but just like real estate, it's location, location, location. There's a reason the Ponsagant is an impossible tag to get, or Area 10 in Arizona, or 61 in Colorado. Talk about that.
4: Yeah, so a lot of guys say, I just want to hunt the very best. And if I get drawn for a permit, I want to hunt the very best, biggest animals in that state. Well, that's great, but the the reality is the demand is so high, you could wait a lifetime or two and still never get that tag. So it depends on it, what your tolerance is of draw odds. If I look at a draw odd and say it's a tenth of a percent or you know one in a thousand, uh, I'm not going to put it on my calendar yet. I don't think I'm going to get that tag. Uh, See, I'm the other way. Put it all on black. Let's go, baby.
3: (laughs) Philip Name Fire and video Radio Show. We're going to take a break right here with Austin with We'll
1: be right back after this. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No self-pitch. Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Bullseye Sport in Riverside, proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show, Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 590. Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211. 951-823-0211. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman,
2: branch manager of Planet Home Lending and host of the main event, heard weekends right here on AM 590, The Answer. If you'd like to own a home and you need financing, or you'd like to refinance a home you already own, whether that's in California or one of these escape from California states, Arizona, Nevada, Utah, Colorado, Texas, Arkansas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ohio, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, or Montana, I'm the guy you want to talk to. Or if you'd like to inquire into one of the most liberating financing tools for seniors, a reverse mortgage, you want to talk to someone who will guide you towards decisions based on your best interest, not theirs. Call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo. My team and I will lead you to the best decision for you, based on your short-term and your long-term goals. Again, for more information, call me at 855-640-2020, or go to edhoffman.net and click on the Planet Home Lending logo.
0: AM 590, the answer.
2: All right, you
3: primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This
1: is my Boomstick!
3: Hey folks, welcome back to Boomstick Radio. This is Philip Naiman here, and you know, every week, we like to talk about our favorite place in Southern California, and that happens to be Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, between Arlington and Central, off of Brockton. Now, you know, I gave you the heads up last week about that fantastic 9mm sale, and hopefully you went down and got it all. But if you didn't, I'll bet you... Big Vince is working on something for St. Patty's Day. So we're going to see how we can figure out Irish whiskey and uh, firearm sales together. But I'm sure he's going to have something for you. So go down there to Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo in Riverside, 951 823 Say, hey, I want the St. Patrick's Day special. He won't know what that is because he's Cuban, but we'll figure something out. So check him out at Bullseye Sports Guns and Ammo, bullseyesport.com. Hey, uh back here, folks, I have Austin. Austin from Hunt and Fool. Hunt is the website. You want to go there, and it, there's membership services, and we'll talk about what that does for you and, and why you really want to look into that. But you can also see that they have an outfitting service, meaning that they hook you up with different guides and you have an opportunity to look for what's available at this point in time and, and, and purchase them, even if you're not a member. You should always be a member but you still have options if you're not, but be a member. Austin, we talked a little bit about a strategy to enable yourself to hunt in some good areas over time.
4: You want to touch on that? Yeah. There's really no excuse, even in today's day and age to not have a hunt to go on this fall. You should be. That's what I tell
3: my wife. I say, honey, there's no excuse.
4: (laughs) I tell my wife, Everything is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, honey. Just just hang on. I'll be right back. This is my one and only chance. But realistically, you should be able to hunt every single year. There is a deer hunt, there is an elk hunt, or an antelope hunt that you can do every single year, and not for a lot of money. I'm not talking just about big expensive guided hunts, I'm talking about take your family and friends and go on a hunt. If you're willing to jump states and change states every year, we'll get you in a rotation. And plan,
3: you know, but all right. it all comes down to the planning process. You are providing a planning service. If you don't plan, you're all, all, all fall, because you, you've failed.
4: That's right, we have a cost calculation system where we can build your plan based off of how much you wanna spend, keep you within a budget. We also have- What, what can uh, I get
3: for a hundred bucks? <laughs>
4: Uh if you're a youth hunter, you could get a lot, but an adult hunter, not as much as we used to get. I'll say that. There you that. go. Good answer. <laughs> but yeah, you can hunt every single year. And so a lot of guys that want to hunt mule deer and elk will get you on a rotation, will build the strategy. So you're building points in some states, and you're also obtaining over-the-counter tags in some states. And you can hunt every single year. There's no reason not to. Most of the hunts I go on. You know, I don't have a big hunting budget, but I do pick and choose my opportunities so that I can go experience new places. I hunt Colorado as often as possible. I hunt Wyoming on a rotation. Of course, I live in Utah, so I hunt there in between when I can. But every year I want to be in Arizona for a hunt or I want to be in Montana for a hunt. I I just want these opportunities while they still exist because things always change. It's not getting easier.
3: And that's that's an interesting point, too, while they still exist. Um, yeah. So a typical strategy then. So there are some states, let's say that somebody is brand new, here's the show, gets on the website, says, man, I want to go. Well, we can't put in for elk in Wyoming this year. That already closed, right? I think, um, I think one of the other states, Montana's closed, too, isn't it?
4: Yeah, yeah Montana will... Montana will still be open uh, for deer and elk, but, you know, next week we start running into some more deadlines uh, where Wyoming sheep, moose, and goat will close. Utah will close for all species. So we're coming up on the application deadlines, and that's mainly January through June is when you apply for hunts and and make sure you don't miss the deadline. You
3: know, I think it's a great... I usually do a show at the end of the year, kind of planning, just helping people what do you want to do next year and, you know, setting goals, whether it's shooting IDPA or long, distance, whatever it is. But it's like you have to take a look the next 12 months where do you want to be. And it's especially important if you're hunting, you know, you just finished. If you've been hunting, you just finished your hunting season. Now's the time to break out the calendar and see where do I want to go next year? And December is a good time to put that on the calendar because all of a sudden, March 15th rolls around and I can't get into Utah. Um, April 4th passes and I can't get into Colorado. It's like, wait a minute, you know, you're busy, you're at work, you're doing your taxes, and now you can't go. So a service like yours puts that all together for them. So how does somebody utilize you for that?
4: You know, we're pretty much an open book. Once you're a member of our website, you can get on and access all of our deadline tools, cost planning tools, and multi-year strategy tools for a do-it-yourself guy. You can also call in and we offer full personal consultations. I have 10 hunt advisors and that's all we do full-time is answer phones, answer emails, and build a strategy for you. Guys, call in, tell us, These are the species and the priority that I want to hunt. This is my approximate budget per year. What should I do? And that's where we consult back and put a strategy together. Think of us as your hunting secretary, your hunting assistant. Of course, we're professionals at it, but we will help you build a strategy because there's not a cookie cutter strategy on my website for everybody. Some guys care more about elk than deer. Some guys just want to hunt sheep. And whatever it may be, we're going to put that together in a strategy that makes sense for you.
3: Hey, we all just want to hunt sheep.
4: Yeah, <laughs> we definitely do.
3: How, how hard can you going to stretch that hundred dollars? Yeah. <laughs> um, are you just in the states? Do you do any uh, international
4: bookings? Yeah, as far as our booking agency side, where we sell outfitted hunts for you to go on. Um, We primarily cover North America, so Alaska, Canada, the U.S., and Mexico. Um, But we do have connections with international hunts if you want to do that as well. Um, A few of us here in the office, we've hunted Africa, we've hunted Europe, and and we can help connect you there. But we're primarily seen as a North American um, hub. So if somebody's brand
3: new to hunting, where would you suggest they start?
4: And you're you're brand new to hunting. You know, one of my first questions is are you an archery hunter? Are you a rifle hunter? Are you willing to do either one of those? The archery craze is, is getting more popular. But- it's going crazy. I mean, Cameron Haynes is like lighting the world on fire. Everybody
3: thinks they can shoot 120 yards into an elk now. <laughs>
4: But I will say archery does still have some opportunities that are easier to obtain and get because there's less people that archery hunt, uh, where if you're strictly a rifle hunter, that funnels you into, you know, less opportunities overall. But, you know, Colorado is a great state for an over-the-counter elk hunt Uh, to get a permit. It's still easy. You can hunt October and November during their middle rifle seasons. And and you could do that every year. That's a great way to get outside and to see if you like hunting, right? See if you like chasing elk. So I would say
3: uh, I do like your idea on archery. There are expanded seasons for archery hunters. In California, there's a a couple of hunts that run from September to the end of December for for deer. It's archery only. But if you you just grab a stick bow and, and climb those mountains for four months that first year, and you don't miss a weekend or as often as you can go, that one season, trying to hunt archery in Southern California will teach you so much about deer hunting, you'll be an expert anywhere else you go. You know, in, in the mountains above L.A., they have a deer density of maybe 0.75 per square mile. That sucks, right? Yeah. And, and, and all the poor little things, all they do is eat rocks and, and... Anyway. They have a, a rough life up there. But if you can figure out how to hunt deer like that in that terrain and, and get up on them with an archery shot, um, and with that lifelong long season, that's called the A31, that's where I learned to hunt, it's hiking up and down those mountains. You know, all of a sudden you put yourself in Colorado. water, you're like, there's a deer, there's a deer, there's a deer. You know, it's, it's a whole different game changer when there's actually animals to find. But um, the other part is in Arizona, I believe, they have a season that... Pretty much runs several months also for archery. Yep. Um, I think it's a month long for Colorado archery. It's an entire month of September, like 2nd through 30th. So you do have an expanded season as opposed to five days, seven days, nine days for most rifle months.
4: That's true. And it, there's something to be said about time in the field. It, I see a lot of guys that wait too long, just applying in the draw for a hunt. You know, someday I'll get this permit. Someday I'll go. And they're missing a lot of experiences. You know, my motto is always don't wait. You, you need to go now. You need to try it. And if you want to get more into hunting and kill more animals, well, go kill lesser animals now. Go to Texas and hunt hogs or go to It's Arizona. a once in a
3: lifetime event.
4: Yeah. Every time. That's right. <laughs> hey, folks, Philip Naman, Firing Radio Show. Check us out at
3: FiringManRadio.com for podcasts, YouTube channels, stuff like that. We're here with Austin from Hunt and Fool. We'll be right back after this. Hunt Fool.com. Hi, folks, Philip Naman from Firing Line Radio Show. You defend your life. CCW Safe will defend your freedom and financial future. In California, CCW Safe has got you covered. So join now at CCWSafe.com.
0: AM 590, the answer. Spartans! Lay down your weapons! Persians!
3: Come and get them! Hey folks, Moulin Labe, Saturday, Philip Mayman, Fire Night Radio Show. I hope you're having a great day. I'm here with Austin, Austin from huntandfool.com. Huntandfool.com is a website that's going to help you get some information so you don't have to golf through the month of October and November.
0: So, yeah, If you like to
3: golf, that's great, but we don't want you to have to golf. That's the point here. Uh, Austin, you've got a website you're talking about that has several different features to help people get this information um, for those of you who are on you who are on our youtube channel you'll see it if you're listening along at home check us out on the youtube page i'll try and explain what he's showing as best i can but you know um, pictures are better than words and especially if i'm the one describing it so austin why don't you give us a shot here
4: yeah for sure so when when users come to huntandfool.com um you can see we've got just a plethora of opportunities from maps to draw odds and all of these things in between, trying to put all your research together uh One of our top items that people use is we keep up with all state deadlines so that you can see in chronological order what is coming up next. We do not want you to miss some of these deadlines. It's so critical in some states to have your point. Bought on time your application submitted on time so that you have those opportunities as they come up so we talked about we talked about a few things about how busy the spring comes right so
3: as you're pulling up the state draw deadline for 2022 folks, 2028, for sheep, Moose and Mountain Goat, Wyoming's closing. March 3rd, you can scroll up a little bit. You got Utah, Bucks and Bulls, Nevada's, March 7th. Uh, March 16th, you've got New Mexico. So all these things are happening. It's not like at the end of the month. It's during the month. It's the 16th. It's the 23rd. It's the 7th. Hey, that's my anniversary. Um, I've got to write that down <laughs> March 7th, Mule Deer Rifle Guide, Nevada. I bet you that's what my wife wants. I'll get her a rifle tag for Nevada for our 30th anniversary. She'll love me for that. Okay. So, um North Dakota. North Dakota's a great great place to hunt also and South Dakota for for mule deer. People don't realize that. Uh Wyoming, Montana comes up in April. So, all these things are happening in this next month and that's why it's important to have a service like what Austin offers. Go
4: ahead, Austin. 100%. It's it's important to stay up on it. And sometimes it's very complicated to find this information direct from the state on your own. So yes. we we provide you that center hub of where you can get everything. If you want to view it in a cleaner fashion, where we compare state versus state, we're going to have all that information there. For That's example, nice. you go to the state of Colorado, you say, "What what is it going to cost me in Colorado for a license and for a hunt? Well, everything on our website. Yeah. Yep. Always a hundred, hundred bucks around <laughs> less than a tank of gas these days. right? <laughs> oh, geez. There we go. Um, so
3: you've got that, you've got the fees that are showing you on that. You have a cost calculator. You have a cost calculator that shows if I want to get in this draw strategy, how much am I willing to put into a year to try and have an opportunity for a better hunt over the next two, three, five years. Right.
4: That's right. Yeah. It, it really comes down to how much you're, you're willing to spend on that and what makes the most sense for your future and for your investments. Some, and, and, I was going to say some guys say, you know what, what you're talking about is too complicated. I, it's too much for me. Don't you have a service that can do this for me? And that's a, an additional service we provide for our members at Hunt and Fool is we can apply for you. We can, Submit your applications using your credit card information as if it was a secretary doing it for you. Let us navigate all these states. Let us build you your points and apply you for your tags and set it, forget it. We'll call you when you draw and you've got an awesome opportunity coming.
3: So let's just say I want to do this. So I say, hey, Austin, I want a really good elk hunt and a mule deer hunt and a black bear hunt. And then you'll you know, I don't care which states, and you'll find the best odds for me, and uh, work that out. And if I don't get drawn this year, we have points for next year, or you can help find somebody with an over-the-counter tag this year in those areas. They they do whatever you
4: want for that, correct? Exactly. I build a portfolio on you and what your expectations are. Do you like to ride horses? Do you like to hike a lot? Are you scared of the wilderness and grizzly bears? Are you, you know, what you want to hunt? What size of deer do you want to see? Do you want to hunt in August or September, October? We build all of that and then find the best hunts for you based on our research so you don't have to navigate through all this because your time is valuable. Uh, This is our job and we help a ton of people do this so they can have hunts and not waste all their time in the spring trying to figure out what to do.
3: Now you also have giveaways well drawings. People have to put in money for it, but you do have drawings going forward mm-hmm. that allow um, an opportunity. And it was kind of interesting because the outfitter I use for the outfitter I used for Alaska actually let me just jump back one step here. You mentioned grizzly bears. Uh, people afraid of grizzly bears. Dude, they are amazing. They are the strongest, toughest. I, I cannot have nothing but respect for these things. They live up there eating gophers and berries and dead stuff. And they're the strongest animal uh, that I've ever seen. They're absolutely amazing. If you're not scared of grizzly bears, you've never seen one outside of the zoo. <laughs> you, you should have healthy respect for them. Do not underestimate a bear, even a small bear. They're they're unbelievable animals. Anyway, so um, I hunted with with Mont from Alaska Doll Sheep Guides, and uh, again Todd Bogner and Hiram Nelson were my guides. Actually, in the field, I was lucky enough to have two guys, Uh, and the reason is I ended up with two. Is one of the one of the hunters landed in the plane, looked at the mountains, and said that I can't do it, and went home. That that to me is like heartbreaking. You put all that time and effort into well, maybe he didn't put any effort in, but I mean I i hiked my rear end off all over those mountains carrying all kinds of stupid weight in the middle of summer to be able to do that and to not to not do it because you failed to prepare. I think it's just heartbreaking. Anyway, I ended up with two guides with me because the other guy had nothing to do. But uh you guys gave away that
4: hunt, that exact hunt last month, I think it was, right? Yep. And uh, we chose this guy that killed this really nice doll sheep for a picture to uh, promote that hunt. I assume you've seen him before. <laughs> we don't want to pollute
3: the show with that. But uh, yeah, it was funny because somebody called me up and says, Hey, is this you? And it was a picture of of that beautiful 40 and a half inch ram we took out of the Wrangles. And uh, yeah, that was me on the on the website. So I think I think Mont owes me a free hunt for that uh, emotional yeah. activity.
4: <laughs> there you go. Well, just like everything we do, we're trying to help hunters go on hunts that they maybe didn't know they could go on, they didn't know about, and find these opportunities. And a part of that is those giveaways that we do. So we go out and purchase full price. Uh, we pay full retail for all of these hunts. Some of the best hunts that maybe you couldn't afford, maybe you never thought you could go on, and then we give those away every single month. So these aren't like your typical donated raffle hunts that maybe you've seen from other agencies. This is the cream of the crop from the best outfitters we can secure hunts with. And then in turn, we give those away to our members Uh, each month and make someone's day make their life right their lifetime hunting goals come true so if you're a member do you have to you have to buy um application how does it work exactly yeah so it's kind of an application process you can buy as many application entries as you would like um to get better odds but the Easiest and cheapest way to get in is to refer your friends to Hunt and Fool. If you're a member of Hunt and Fool already, you refer somebody else. Boom, we give you free entries in to win these hunts every month. Right, guys. Every time you sign up, guys, write in, Firing Line Radio Show sent you. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And you'll get some entries in just for sending somebody. So we call it a membership drive, trying to bring more people into the fold, and in turn, give away some phenomenal hunts. So what we're talking about
3: here is he, he's scrolling through. You got the Yukon sh- stone sheep hunt. Um, Yukon is more expensive than doll sheep, and, and they're little. They're they're very great animals. They're very close with very great animals. He's got a 2022 New Mexico private land elk hunt. New Mexico, uh, that northwest corner of New Mexico's got some amazing bull animals, uh, bull elk up there. Uh, British mountain goat hunts. Now we saw some mountain goats on our hunt in, uh, in Alaska up there. And what else you got?
4: That, that's it for this there Yep. Yeah. So every month we change it. Uh, we rotate around. Sometimes it's moose. Sometimes it's brown bear, grizzly bear. Sometimes it's desert sheep. Uh, there's no hunt too big or too small for us to give away. Very nice. Very nice. So, what about the
3: resources? You have a mapping service.
4: We do so. We have a full 3D map on our website to help you with your e-scouting, so you can see where you want to go. We have topo overlays. Um, it, we kind of have every opportunity and every tool that you need on our website to help you plan a successful hunt. Do you have a heat a heat seeker on there? No, that is All not thermal imaging,
3: for, so I can scout at home with my cup of coffee and. Uh... <laughs>
4: No, we don't have any live satellite views or anything like that. I'm sorry. I know. Got to work on the
3: government for that stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we can take a quick break here. Folks, Philip Neyman, Firing Radio Show. Check out the, the video on YouTube, YouTube, forward slash Firing Radio. Uh, check them out at huntfool.com. You're going to need this service if you want to hunt. It's a great way to go. We'll be right back
1: after this. Have questions about handgun safety, local sports shooting events, or your Second Amendment rights? Just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport in Riverside. Get practical advice. No sales pitch Vince is a straight shooter when it comes to sharing his advice and years of gun experience. Whether you're a seasoned gun owner or a newcomer, at Bullseye Sport, they welcome everyone, especially ladies considering a firearm for the first time. When they go to our store, we want to give them something that they're going to feel comfortable with. And if you're looking to purchase a gun, ammo, or accessories... If we don't have it, we will get it for you. For all the answers to your rifle and handgun questions, just ask Vince at Bullseye Sport. 951-823-0211 Bullseye Sport in Riverside Proud sponsor of the Firing Line Gun Show Saturdays at 1pm on AM 590 Follow Bullseye Sport on Facebook for your inventory updates or call 951-823-0211 951-823-0211 Hi folks,
3: Philip Naiman from Firing Line Radio Show
0: Enter. Yes! Great hunter. Yes? Yes. Fine figure of a man, yes? Yes? Yes. That is all you need to know for now.
3: Hey folks, welcome back to Fireman Radio shows This is Philip here with Austin from Hunt Cool, And, Pool, and uh, we're gonna give you all you need to know for now. We're gonna make you a great hunter. How do you do that? You- join over at huntandfool.com become a member take a look at these concierge services see austin is understating he's saying i'm like a secretary i do this I do. he's like a concierge he's like you know like the high roller table if you walk in and you see these high rollers and everybody comes and get that's the kind of service you're looking at when you go through hunt and fool so fool.com. now those of you on the radio show who are didn't watch this on youtube um you don't know the conversation we just had. And I just found out that Austin is actually a renowned sheep guide. He works with Alaska Doll Sheep Guide Services with Vermont. and he happened to be in Alaska when I was in Alaska, just over the hill from me. So Austin, tell us a little bit about your guiding uh, adventures this year.
4: Yeah. You know, I've always enjoyed guiding sheep. I can't afford to go on it every year, but working as about a guide... Yeah, just a hundred bucks. Uh, but work, working as a guide, I feel like I still get to have the experience and help yeah. someone's dreams come true. So that, this year was an exceptional season. The weather was overall pretty good. I'm used to, you know, losing half of our days up there to rainy, sitting in the tent. fog, Yeah, doing nothing but reading a book. Um, but the weather was decent this year. I love Alaska because it's so vast and so remote. You know, oftentimes we think Alaska is just like full of animals and there's just animals everywhere. No, it's just a lot of land with very few animals and no towns, no city, no infrastructure. Um, it It's kind of my escape time to get dropped off by a little Super Cub airplane and to just have what's on your back for 10 days or more and be in touch with nature, with our creator and be out in the wild. I love my time up there. See, I think it's great to be
3: in touch with nature. In Alaska, you have to watch out. Nature doesn't get in touch with you.
4: Yeah, that's right. Literally everything we do in Alaska is dangerous. not just flying in the airplanes, but hiking, the rocks, the steep cliffs. There's small earthquakes all around. The glaciers. And rivers. The glaciers are alive and moving. The rivers are deathly cold and raging. And you have to cross them on foot. I mean and full of silt. Yeah. Everything is a pain. Uh, Everything's trying to kill you. And not just the animals, but the weather. Uh, Everything is out to break your equipment, break you down emotionally, physically. And that's why I love it. (laughs) It, It's it's interesting because it is, you know,
3: and and, uh, we got together because you you saw my hunt with with Mont. But you have to have a determination on this that, if you're going to do that, you're going to, you know, they'll have to carry you out dead, but you have to do everything you can on your end. I've seen some, there's, there's camp hunts, right? Where guys come into the camp and he shoots his animal and the guide goes out and takes care of it and brings it back while the guys have brandy. That That's fine. That's not Alaska. Alaska, you have to be prepared to do your part because it's you and the guide and everybody's carrying their own stuff. And they're all doing their own thing. So you can share the weight of the animal, but you've got to have the mindset that you can't quit. You know, you, you have to do that, or don't go to Alaska.
4: Because in Alaska, nobody can hear you scream. <laughs> That's so true. And and guys struggle with that emotionally. I mean, sometimes I turn into a little bit of a therapist as a guide in Alaska, trying to help people sure. through these hard times. Like you did not just book a vacation to Cancun. This is not going to be hunky dory. Like this is, uh, as uh, another famous guide says, cold, wet and miserable. That's what you're paying for. And when you come, and I'm life. here to deliver that, <laughs> yes. and I'll make sure we eat freeze dried food out of a bag, sleep on the ground, and all your stuff's gonna be wet by day two. So let's go. Yeah, we, we actually got really lucky. The gear was
0: fantastic.
3: We used the Kuyu tent, um, the footprint. I bought the extra footprint. It kept. We were sleeping in a bog, kept everything dry. It was really amazing. We only had a couple of days of rain, but. Um, I guess I mean the weather for Alaska is the weather for Alaska. Just what's going to happen there? Uh, and the freeze-dried food. I'm sorry, folks, but the new Peak One uh, foods—they're they're freaking amazing. It's almost—I shouldn't let the cat out of the bag that we're not—we're not eating spam and dying up there. It's yeah. actually some really good food now, which is easy to cook with your jet boil or whatever. So that was—that was a nice pack. And uh, get your Peak One coffees too. Don't forget those.
4: <laughs> it it definitely has, it, we've improved our technology and our comforts in the field. But if you come into it and you're too soft mentally, it's still going to be tough. You have to realize you don't have a cell phone. You don't have your computer. You don't have your car. And that messes with people's heads after a few days out in the wilderness. But I love that alone time because I know at the end of the hunt, I'm going to come back home to my family, come back home to my comforts. But I'm going to be willing to suffer here for a few days or weeks and enjoy it. When it's over, there's, it's going to be worth it. There's a Fast Eddie's Pizza in toke waiting for you. That's right. <laughs> yep.
3: so, um, now, one of the other things that's amazing about hunting is it's a family event. You know, maybe dads and sons or daughters or just as a family as a whole, maybe the whole family likes to do that.
4: So encouraging that, you guys have done a few specials for that, right? For sure, like anybody that joins our application services and we help apply you in all the states that we work in, Uh, We'll apply all of your youth hunters at no cost. We don't even charge for that. We really want youth hunters to have these experiences. And and not only our fees at Hunt and Full, but most state fees are severely discounted for youth hunters. So if you've got a youth hunter that you should probably start around nine or 10 years old looking at some of these states up till they're 18, you can get sometimes pennies on the dollar for what it costs an adult to hunt. For their licenses and their non-refundable fees, there's no reason to not be applying your youth hunters in Western states to go on hunts for everything from sheep to elk, deer, antelope, and everything in between.
3: And their odds are better. There's far fewer applying for it. So their odds are much better than yours as an adult. And what a kick would that be to take your 16-year-old up and have a fantastic hunt for an animal that they'll probably not be able to draw again for 20 years? 100%.
4: Some states reserve permits just for youth hunters to encourage them to go. And we'll help them navigate all those processes depending on how old your youth hunter is, what weapon they're willing to shoot. But there's no excuse to wait until your kids in high school to decide if they want to hunt. You need to get them out early and experiencing things, get behind the trigger, learn some hunter safety tactics, and go hunt when they're little.
3: You know, you said nine and 10. Now, I would say that. I think in California, you have to be 12 to get it. Ready. But in the states that you could apply, why not at least get them a preference point for those nine or 10? Maybe they're not going to hunt when they're nine or 10. Maybe that is, in your opinion, with that child too young. But you can get them a preference point for those two years. So when they're ready, when they're 12 or 13 or whatever the age you determine that they should go at, as a parent, I believe in choice. Whatever you decide that they should go at, they have three, four, five points. Now you're actually able to go. The same strategy you have as hunting as an adult, you should be implementing with your kids. I'm getting preference points for my grandkids that aren't born yet. Check that out.
4: (laughs) No, you definitely need to plan early. So I have six children myself. They're all under the age of 10, but my oldest is in hunter safety right now. She just applied for her first hunts in Arizona because you have to be 10 years old in Arizona. That's one of the younger states. New Mexico, there is And by no the way. time she's
3: 30, she can hunt in Area 10.
4: <laughs> that's right. But I want her to have that opportunity. If she decides not to be a hunter, that's a, that's great too. I'll still love her the same, but I want her to have a no chance. No matter who her.
3: raises her. <laughs> yeah,
4: that's right. But we eat a lot of wild game in my house. My kids know where it comes from, and I want them to have that opportunity as they get older.
0: Yeah,
3: it's an amazing thing because, well, I grew up in Southern California, and it is not a hunting culture. You know, you're, if your kids are growing up in, in Cedar City, it's it's hunting. Prescott, Arizona. It's it's a hunting culture. You know, you, you see it. I was at the In-N-Out Burger here in Prescott. A few kids walked in, and a camel said, hey, how'd your hunt go? archery hunting out in people's valley they got a three-point of that day they're jazz like 16 17 years old i mean you don't see that in california they'd be right. calling calling in a uh, swat teams or something like that but it's it's a hunting and the outdoors are an amazing therapeutic like you said it puts you together in alaska when i was younger and i was hiking those hills it kept me out of trouble you know you're you're up early you're going gangbusters all day long you and the only thing you want to do is get two big gulps of 7 at the bottom of the hill. Uh, and then back then, I drank the sugar ones, but uh, you needed it. It was, you were gone all day and, and totally spent on the hills and loved every minute of it. And I think that that's just something that we need to pass on to our heirs. So, folks, I want to thank my special guest, Austin. Austin from Hunt and Fool, com. Check them out there, folks. Get a membership, get involved, get your family involved, and have a great weekend. God bless. Shoot, Felipe! Shoot!
0: When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. I'd
3: like to introduce you to a new sponsor to the show. Sean Gibbs of Ask Defensive Training Company. They're in Redlands, California. They also sell guns and ammo. But the most important thing that they have for you here today is their training courses. Ask. Kind of an interesting name. Why would you call it that for guns and ammo? Well, ASK stands for Attitude, Skills, and Knowledge. And that's what they focus on at ASK Defensive Training. Sean has basic courses for a first-time gun buyer. If you're not familiar with your firearm, you want to be able to use it safely, perfect place for that. He has also additional courses for defensive handgun, advanced handgun, and even learning how to shoot a firearm in low-light situations. Bring your mag light. So folks, check them out at askdefensive.com, A-S-K, defensive.com for a schedule of classes. He's got a great store in there too. So buy what you want, train what you want, askdefensive.com.
0: AM 590, the answer.